welcome to the new episode of policy beyond politics this is a series of conversations i am hosting to discuss the contemporary policy issues that is affecting millions of people in this country today we are going to discuss the policy issues related to alcohol so alcohol sales manufacturing of alcohol the distribution of uh, alcohol uh, network and so on and so forth my background in alcohol research goes back to uh, 2014 paper that i co-authored with my colleague mr rahul v kumar on the import of alcohol to this country since then we have been following the various stories developing in this sector in the last two weeks we have seen a number of pictures uh, one picture was uh, giving a very uh, uh, remote uh, order where the people the buyers were queuing up in a delhi uh, store room uh, to buy alcohol and the very next day delhi government imposed 70% tax on the alcohol we could call it as a covid tax but i think we have to go beyond what is discussed in newspapers and media i'll be joined by my colleague and research fellow of cpia mr rahul v kumar to discuss the various policy challenges related to alcohol and also how do we envision a better alcohol policy for the country alcohol by the way one should understand alcohol is one of the biggest contributors to the revenue for states and to the center on an average in this country around 12000 crores is collected as excise revenue from the alcohol state alcohol sales by various states around 50% of the alcohol sales is happening in southern uh, states of india and some of the states uh, their major income is actually from alcohol they are applying different types of taxes different tax types of levy on alcohol and alcohol manufacturing as well as alcohol sales uh, to increase their revenue the state i am broadcasting this show kerala uh, alcohol is one of the leading contributors to the state exchequer we have around 10000 crores collected uh from the excise revenue every year in this every year in the state whereas a state like uttar pradesh uh they collect around 25000 crores every year so we can't ignore the uh, the the revenue potential of alcohol and also the 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 reason why states are very keen discussing alcohol and also we should discuss the role of center in deciding the alcohol prices and alcohol sales because alcohol comes under the state list rahul welcome to the show we are discussing um, alcohol policies and the regulatory structure that uh, uh, many of the states are following in this country uh, i remember the paper that we co-authored a few years back on uh, uh, import of alcohol to the country and we have found a very interesting data on how alcohol sector is regulated so i i wish you could start from there uh, how regulated the sector is uh, i i my latest statistics tells me 
it's only 1% of the alcohol is imported to the country even now uh, alcohol accounts for alcohol trade and excise it accounts for around 1.75 lakh crore that is almost equivalent to what is the financial package announced by finance minister uh, in the first uh, the first announcement that was uh, done by finance minister uh, post lockdown so it's almost like you know uh, we are getting a lot of money from alcohol but even then consumers are not happy state is not happy i think no one is happy about alcohol uh, what do you what, what is your take on this yeah thanks danu uh, thanks eppa for uh, inviting me to talk something about alcohol uh, i'll give you a broad idea about what's happening to the market yeah uh like what you mentioned is true the imported uh, component of alcohol is pretty low but then uh, there was a recent study which was conducted by aims in uh, 2019 where uh, they took a sample of uh, approximately 5 lakh people and they estimated that uh, uh, in india the consumption of alcohol is uh, around 16 crore i mean the consumers there are around 16 crore consumers of alcohol uh, this uh, accounts to around uh, 14% of the total population in india now if you uh, look at this study from uh, another uh, another publication which was uh, came out through lancet uh, it shows an increase uh, from 2007 to 2017 uh, of approximately 38% so uh, what this indicates is that uh, india uh, there is a huge demand for alcohol in the country and uh, this uh, demand is met by available in the country now uh, again if you look at alcohol perspective of uh, the consumption what we see is that india uh, is not a huge consumer of alcohol uh, basically because we have a base population which is much higher than the other countries but then we consume approximately around uh, 5.9 liters of alcohol per person per year and uh, this is projected to increase to around 6.9 by the end of 2020 now if you compare this with uh, some of the post soviet republics like uh, moldova uh, or other countries in europe like lithuania or uh, republic the amount of alcohol consumed is uh, pretty much less uh, those countries have alcohol consumption as high as rahul sorry to interrupt yeah. you i think still yeah. uh, even now the per capita consumption for a week in india is around mm. 200 ml that is very okay. low compared uh. to the global standards right Yeah, and also yes. I want to add to this discussion is uh, the demographic dividend that we have. That means we have a younger population. The younger population is actually looking for uh, having a drink every day, uh, or yeah. occasional drinking, or social drinking is a norm today. So yes. the uh, regulatory practices in India is not helping helping them, right? That is what you are coming to. Yeah, true. Uh, the regulatory practices in India uh, uh, that is actually forcing innovation in the sector. from the private participants now we'll come to that in a uh, minute but then uh, it, it is always necessary to uh, highlight how important the sector is so uh, just giving you certain broad outlines on what's happening uh, yeah, india uh, like what i was saying there is a, a increase in consumption which is like marked by uh, many studies uh, what we see in india is that uh, uh, like what you mentioned the total number of uh, liters that is consumed is not on par with certain uh, european countries or uh, with the us it's much lesser but then uh, that has much to do with the base population that's what i feel but uh, in india alcohol is also important like what uh, you mentioned earlier about the paper which we uh, did 
because alcohol uh, sustains a large part of the farming sector farming community in the country now there are almost like 40 lakh farmers who are directly dependent on alcohol and uh, uh, 20 to 30 lakh other people who are directly or indirectly like supporting the sector from the farming perspective so in that way uh, the sector is pretty uh, important to a large number of people who are either supported directly or indirectly by it now if you look at the market again from the perspective of the kind of products that are available uh, like uh, what we have done in that paper we found basically that there are three kinds of uh, different products that are available one is called the indian made indian liquor uh, the second one is the indian made foreign liquor and then the third one is beer wine and the imported category of liquor like what you mentioned uh, there are different studies which show that uh, the uh, share of the imported liquor is much lower in india it's less than 1% 0.8% some of the studies highlight that uh, uh, there are uh, there there is approximately like 3% consumption of imported liquor uh, but then uh, what is to be noted is that desi uh, daru or country liquor is the uh, product which is like maximum uh, consumed by the uh, consumers in india so that comes under the imil indian made indian liquor uh so uh, what uh, the facts indicate is that there is a huge market potential for alcohol in india uh, innovation has not been done because most of it was being monopolized by the state so uh, what these figures actually indicate is that uh, there is a huge demand that is uh, for alcohol uh, the liquor in india and the sector is on an expansion path so uh, what is required at this time is that uh, innovations be allowed so that uh, the sector can uh, uh, deal with i mean come up to uh, face best practices that are there around the world uh, as well as like uh, tap more potentials that are uh, inbuilt in this uh, particular uh, business uh, rahul uh, my question is about uh, you know we know uh, even the even this article uh, the the, the discussion on alcohol always starts from the constitution yes know, intoxicant substances and then alcohol is you know yes. interpreted under that um, my question is you know we have um, prohibition in the country uh, in some of the states for so many decades there are states uh, which had prohibition but now they realize from their experience prohibition is not having a positive impact but now states like bihar started prohibition Uh, uh but al- always it is always the states uh, because i think you know, alcohol alcohol comes in the state subject uh, the state makes a big you know uh, uh, they they try, they try to be they try to become the custodian and the provider and the regulator at the same time of the alcohol business and also the alcohol distribution uh, and i i believe that is where the policy has gone wrong because it is it is under strict control of uh, 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 state and uh, like you said there is a huge demand but the supply is very much it's like a rationing of the system at the same time it's not rationing anymore uh, rationing i mean uh, state almost all the states have their own outlets to sell alcohol uh, but at the same time there are recent innovations i've seen uh, in some part of the country where uh, new types of brands have been launched uh but with the state sub, with the state approvals and all uh but those regulations are not very open or liberal in nature that more and more innovations are not possible in alcohol market so my question is uh, uh you know how do we because uh, even in during the lockdown the issue was i think more than uh, you know 
more I mean, more than more than uh, uh, discussing on how to uh, uh, mitigate the covid challenge i think we were spending lot more time on alcohol debate and i don't understand why we are discussing it uh, so what is your take on that yeah uh, this is an interesting question let me uh, take it in parts uh, now uh, like uh, like what you told is true because uh, uh, this is a this is a state subject it comes under the state list so basically like each and every state has got a different take on how they should deal with alcohol and most of the states uh, the one common thing that we see is that they tax uh, alcohol to a pretty very high level now uh, there are certain states where, where it's completely banned like what you mentioned for example in bihar nagaland and gujarat where uh, again although it's banned uh, there are innovative ways in which like the supply uh, is being still made there uh, now that is a particular category of states then there are certain other states which are again uh, uh, for example like kerala and tamil nadu where the sector is monopolized by the government and uh, uh the state takes care of distribution production and everything so uh and even the retail outlets the, the sale uh, the sales part of it now uh for me uh, innovation uh, in alcohol sector uh, takes place i mean the market plays a uh, large part in innovating in the alcohol sector than what the state can even imagine say uh, for instance let's take a state like kerala or tamil nadu where uh, uh let's take kerala's example where uh, the state was having a monopoly over the uh, liquor sector for quite a long time now if you uh, happen to uh, stand in queues in a, a bevco outlet you will note that the the environment uh, itself uh, is not uh, pretty uh, conducive for anyone to go and stand there but still you see a large throng there no nobody has ever thought of uh, revolutionizing the infrastructure the particular environment in the bevco outlet until very recently when uh, the government started premium stores where uh, you can actually uh, go to like a supermarket and you can collect the uh, uh, whatever you want and you can come and pay and uh, you can take it home now premium outlets are considered to be uh, better as far as the uh, environment the uh, the environment is concerned and uh, there is a choice for the consumers also they can go and uh, select it as and when they want now this innovation came very late but if you see uh, the other states or probably if you look at other countries you can see that this uh, was a major feature of their alcohol business i mean they wanted to start stores uh, where uh, people can uh, use a choice people can go freely and they won't feel uh, that okay this is a very bad place to come they just go and they take their come uh, take their uh, uh, liquor and they uh, get back they pay and they come back now why was such innovations delayed in the sector that is a big question because the state uh, basically was not very concerned about what's happening in that sector except for the tax money that they get from it so uh, such innovations are slowly coming in because they know that uh, they can't forego this tax money it's actually uh, worth studying like how uh, the market makes innovation especially in the liquor sector and uh, now uh, the thing that should be highlighted is that uh, while the government takes years and years to innovate whether it's on the environment or the kind of product that should be sold to the customer as far as liquor is concerned the market does it within a fraction of a second i mean nobody even knows that okay such an innovation has happened and most of these innovations actually come when there is a policy paralysis in the sector now that is notable in the case of kerala during the last few years now uh, one of the policy problems which kerala faced was like uh, they were thinking about banning uh, hard liquor from the stores and allowing only beer and wine Uh, to be sold in the outlets now uh, beer and wine when compared to hard liquor the extent of alcohol uh, content in it is very low 
so consumers who were used to hard liquor they uh, found that okay consuming beer and wine separately is not giving them a high so when the ban was in place they started mixing wine and beer and they found a new product which gave them a high so uh, this uh, was kind of a uh, uh, what a pinch to the market to innovate on the product and uh, the market came up with a new brand which is a relatively recent brand called brocode uh which i guess uh, was introduced in the market by 2018 and it has found a, a strong place in kerala especially among among the young drinkers among the young lovers of alcohol so uh, i mean the, the product uh, came and the product found a place in the system now the, uh, what i try to highlight is that innovation takes place whenever there is a policy failure now the second case like which we can highlight is uh, the uh, case of alcohol during covid times uh so uh you can you can see from newspapers that the availability of alcohol is not restricted available alcohol is still available in kerala and that is probably one of the reasons why tiklers have uh, i mean uh, the consumers of alcohol have not uh, created a hue and cry and uh, why uh, you don't actually see any kind of an emergency situation arising in the uh, in the form of like uh, tragedies or anything by consuming alcohol now let me make the point a bit more clear uh, alcohol is available okay and this alcohol uh, is not the institutionalized or uh, uh, kind of production which has been taking place now production is taking place mostly by local brewers and this is confined to either their houses or places that are uh, i mean uh, or places which are like conducive for their uh, brewing of this particular product uh, now the uh, problem there is like uh, the, not not the problem but uh, the highlight of this is that people are consuming it that is very obvious uh, but nobody is being hospitalized or there is no tragedy uh, occurring as far as alcohol uh, misuse is concerned why is that happening uh, that is happening basically because uh, the sellers of this product which they brew i mean so the brewers they know that if in case a uh, case of hospitalization or something happens then their business will be affected and so they don't want to take that risk and so what they do is that they either uh, try to make this particular drink less intoxicating or they try to innovate in its taste or some other thing which is like favorable to the consumer so we have a new brand during this covid times which uh, uh, hypothetically is less toxic uh, which is lesser alcohol content and which is preferred by the people people are willing to pay for it now uh, uh, that is a particular kind of innovation and this is a challenge which the state government has to face uh, once they start opening the liquor outlets because there will always be a competition between the locally produced brews like uh, i mean local uh, production of alcohol versus the institutionalized industrial kind of production of alcohol uh, uh, such innovations take place although like uh, we come to know less of it i mean that is happening around and that is quite obvious from the uh, Uh, what is happening uh, for example like the large uh, uh, con- uh, the excise raids which have happened and uh, the large confines of uh, production that has been seized from different parts of the state so that is also a kind of innovation that is happening in the market uh, so uh, uh, if i if i summarize uh, the whole discussion uh, um, there are there are few points i i uh, you know i found out uh, one uh, the import of alcohol uh, is mm-hmm. or not only restricted but it's also having high landing uh, cost landing yes. tax 
That yeah. means around 600 to 700 percent when the alcohol is imported and landed in India, and when it is sold in premier hotels in the country, it would be close to 2,000 percent. That that uh, the policy itself, there's an inherent flaw in the policy, meaning uh, the 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 people, the majority of the people who really want to have a good drink is not possible. They are not given that opportunity. Because of the high price value price that is there with the alcohol products in the country, because of the high landing tax, that is point number one. Second, uh, those who are poor, uh, they are forced to buy this uh, alcohol uh, from the state-run uh, outlets. There is also a problem with respect to you know the kind of innovation, the product making, the brands that is available. And third, I mean, I, I even I would say that. Uh, the, the 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 biggest taxpayers in the country, uh, in a, in a sense, uh, they are treated very shabbily by the state. You know, by mm -hmm. asking them to stand in a queue, and uh, whether it rains or you know, uh, uh, winter or summer or uh, monsoon, they are asked to stay in a queue outside without even without a roof over them. Uh, so uh, they are they are again treated very shabbily by the state. The third point, I believe, uh, uh, the the kind of uh, uh, the uh, technology, uh, the, the the I would even say the gig economy. Uh, these are not taken into consideration in the latest uh, you know, policy revisions of the state because policy has not been revised. First of all, second thing is the state doesn't want to give that opportunity for those people who are ready to invest in this sector, whether it's in the form of a, a startup company or as a part of a. Uh, new product innovation because state believes that if they give these licenses to others, they will lose the monopoly of the trade. Uh, so by and large, what happens is alcohol is a complete. It's a, the, the sector is completely monopolized by the state. And second, state by doing that, they don't care about the quality and the standard of the product they are selling through their outlets and also the way they are treating their consumers and customers. Instead, they are only bothered about the money they are getting from the business. Uh, then, in turn, the inadvertent consequence would be like uh, uh, people are, uh, even I would argue that addiction could have a reason because of this policy framework. And uh, second would be the, 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 the increased demand of alcohol is not met by the state. And third one is, uh, like what we have seen in Delhi, a state always takes the arbitrary decision to hike tax. And then what is happening, because nobody is talking about the kind, the amount of consumption that, uh, that is there in the uh, country, before and after the imposition of tax, nobody is calculating it. So mm -hmm. if there is a, a reduction, the consumption uh, reduction uh, in terms of uh, high tax, uh, then I would say that uh, the policy has failed because probably they would have taken new courses or different alternative routes to find alcohol. That is also new, good for the state, not for the, good for the society because one, the transaction is not accounted. Second, the quality of the alcohol that you are consuming, nobody knows that. Third is, uh, you know, it's, it's a gray market you are actually supporting. The state yes. uh, can, can I just interfere there because that's a point needs to be done. I mean, that is happening. Uh, if uh, this is one of the arguments which was like uh, raised by uh, a group called Hitbar, uh, which wanted to uh, 
transition to online uh, delivery of alcohol now what they were saying is that this uh, uh, lack of knowledge about consumption can actually be uh, eliminated if you have uh, digital transactions because any kind of transaction which you make online is going to leave a digital footprint and so you can exactly know how much and uh, what quantity is being consumed and uh, uh, what are the different kinds of products that are being accessed by different people now that uh, part is uh, uh, being highlighted with them and they also highlight one uh, very uh, uh what uh, interesting hypothesis that uh, uh, mostly people tend to buy uh, more uh, volume of alcohol when they visit uh, uh, retail outlets which are held by the government this is because they have to stand in long queues in dingy uh, uh, environment and they feel that okay it's better that i buy four or five bottles and stock it at home and this in fact can increase the amount of alcohol that they consume now digitally if you uh, start purchasing if it is an online purchase then they deliver uh, uh, even one peg to your house and one bottle also so you have a choice of uh, consuming so you don't have to buy and stock products and uh, it won't give you any kind of a temptation to have more and more liquor so these are two important things which uh, they have often highlighted hibbar uh, which can in fact reduce the consumption of alcohol and also uh, uh, i mean give us data on what is being consumed and how much is being consumed uh, that's a point which is worth highlighting thank you rahul uh, thank you rahul for giving all these insights and uh, i'm sure uh, uh, governments uh, uh, both center and state uh, they find uh, um, policies uh, that will uh, they, they will review the policies that they are practicing now and i hope the alcohol market is getting liberalized sooner than later so that uh, the choice and opportunities in the alcohol market will be there for everybody uh, uh, with the different types of products uh, with the different prices uh, uh, with uh, better quality standards uh, uh, so i'm sure uh, i hope uh, uh, our discussion uh, would uh, uh, reach to the policy makers and decision makers so that uh, they will take an informed decision thank you so much thank you thank you cppr for uh, the lively talk Winston Churchill, former Prime Minister of uh, United Kingdom, uh, used to say, uh, "You know, I have taken more out of alcohol than what alcohol can take out of me." In this context, I believe uh, what state has done is state has tried to take out whatever they could take out from the alcohol instead of what alcohol took, could take out of us. So, what we need to think is uh, what way we could uh, help. uh the sector to uh, uh come up with a better provisioning mechanism a better manufacturing mechanism a better supply chain mechanism so that uh better quality a better uh revenue for the state uh better uh, uh outlets for the drinkers to uh, go and consumers to go and buy products i think that is what we need to do and for that we need to liberalize Uh, deregulate the policy framework that is governing the alcohol sector from state to state in the country thank you so much and if you like the video please follow the hashtag cppindia uh, on our social media uh, pages for the updates and we will come back to you with a new topic in the next segment of policy beyond politics thank you so much